0: This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for week ending Friday, the 9th of December 2022. Presented to you this week by Sophie Whiteman, farm trader based in the West. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes, with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. MyFarm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a MyFarm account you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more visit www frontieragcouk forward slash myfarminfo. Links to more information about MyFarm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. European and US wheat futures prices have continued to fall this week. US-Chicago Board of Trade wheat futures fell to their lowest since the end of September 2021 and Paris wheat futures to the lowest since March 2022. Futures prices have come under pressure as a result of Russia capturing an increasingly large share of the global export market. Last week, several of the world's largest wheat importers secured supplies from Russia, including Algeria, Egypt and Pakistan. Together, they imported almost 2 million tonnes of Russian wheat. Russia is now shipping over 1 million tonnes of wheat each week and is estimated to have shipped 4.5 million tonnes last month. The Black Sea Export Corridor Agreement continues, although inspection issues saw November wheat exports from Ukraine fall to 1.58 million tonnes, down from 1.98 million tonnes in October. This takes the seasonal total to 6.9 million tonnes. Losses were compounded by crop production estimates from the Australian Bureau of Agricultural and Resource Economics, which now predicts a record wheat crop of 36.6 million tonnes for Australia despite the extensive flooding that has been prevalent in the eastern region for several weeks. Midweek, the continued fall in prices halted and markets made a small recovery. Speculative funds have built significant short positions and some profit-taking took futures £5 per tonne up from their lows. However, the market is mindful for the potential for bullish surprises in today's United States Department of Agriculture's World Supply and Demand Estimates report. One of the key bullish market fundamentals is the fast pace of EU wheat exports. At one point, the EU wheat and corn harvests were respectively 4 million tonnes and 20 million tonnes as a result of the spring and summer drought. Private estimates suggest that the EU has now shipped 16 million tonnes of wheat with seven months of the season remaining. This is half of its surplus already exported, which is well ahead of the pace of recent years. Argentina continues to suffer drought conditions, which will see the season's wheat output fall below 12 million tonnes. There are increasing concerns for the country's maize output, which could fall below 50 million tonnes. This would be well below the United States Department of Agriculture's estimate of 55 million tonnes. EU 2023 wheat production prospects are encouraging, and winter-drilled crops generally look well. French winter wheat is seen at 98% rated good to excellent heading into this winter. This is a notable contrast to the US winter wheat, where 74% of the area is in drought and 46% of the crop in primary winter wheat-producing state Kansas is seen as poor to very poor. There are also concerns for many areas of Russia where a 10-day period of extreme cold may have damaged exposed wheat crops that lack snow cover. Moving on to barley. A lack of buying interest is currently affecting both domestic and export feed barley markets. Buying activity has been suppressed due to livestock numbers that have fallen as a result of poor margins on EU pig meat and UK eggs, a larger volume of homegrown forage grain on UK ruminant farms and larger volumes of grain that continue to be loaded out of Black Sea ports. Theoretically, there is still plenty of cover to take for February onwards by compounders and livestock producers, but they will not buy until they are sure of the volumes required. Additionally, feed barley is not very competitively priced against wheat. As crop 2022 coverage reaches 90% in most parts of the EU, buyer activity has slowed down significantly. A decline in buying activity is not particularly unusual, but the trend of the last two seasons has been for the decline to happen in late February. Maltsters will require top-ups at this time, but many will wait to see brewer demand before committing to purchasing the last 5-10% to of their requirements due to demand uncertainty for the 22-23 to crop year. New crop prices are showing a similar pattern of falling lower. Malting premiums are historically high as farmers and cooperatives become more risk-averse and are selling forward. However, the traders are seeing this as a selling opportunity. The Agriculture and Horticulture Development Board's Early bird Survey has predicted a lower spring barley area in England and a return to more average yields and pass rates in the EU. With fertiliser less available and more costly, and with malting barley at relatively high forward premiums over feed spring barley, planting malting barley is an attractive proposition for any land not yet committed. Your frontier farm trader can offer a range of marketing options once decisions have been made for final spring cropping. Looking at oilseed rape now. This week's movement in domestic rapeseed prices were relatively reserved, whilst elsewhere in the oilseed complex, price movements have been sharp and directional. In the soybean market, the news of China easing some of its COVID-19 restrictions following protests gave the market the confidence that there would be significant demand increase and subsequent price rises. In combination with this, conditions in Argentina for planting soybeans are not getting any better, with the country seeing its worst statistical drought for 50 years. Canadian canola gains significant strength on the back of an estimate from government agency StatsCan, which sees the Canadian crop at 18.1 million tonnes. This compares to the market prediction of over 19 million tonnes. The estimate strengthened canola prices in the Canadian market but did not filter through to European prices, which remain virtually unchanged on the week as the market wrestles with plentiful supply situation from domestic and Australian origins. Rapeseed production has exceeded early estimates, which means the market could see some decline in prices in the months ahead. Prices are currently equal to those seen in January 2022, at a time when the old crop supply looked tight. And finally... I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. It's been another quiet week with very little market activity on ammonium nitrate and urea. Talk has now turned to market requirements for January to March 2023 and the potential shortfall of available supplies due to market inactivity in September to December 2022. Many suppliers and producers are trying to make sense of the potential volumes required and the limited time available to make and distribute to the market before the application window opens in 8 to 10 weeks. As expected, the gas price is firmed across Europe and the UK as colder weather sets in. Conversations continue around the production of nitrate and how it has once again become uneconomical to produce. As a result, the market is seeing a decline in the tonnage available, including in the UK. India may come back to the market for more urea pre-Christmas, but has not yet cited its requirements. Prices remained flat for the past week with only limited trade. In terms of liquid, with cropping areas now finalised, growers are encouraged to review their requirements for spring 2023, taking into account tank fills tonnes already delivered. If there are changes in requirements, perhaps due to an increase in winter cereal drilling, A full portfolio for nitrogen and nitrogen sulphur grades is presently available for those needing to secure additional product. All growers are encouraged to include Lemus Clear, a urease inhibitor, for inclusion within UAN applications throughout the liquid fertiliser programme in the spring. The benefits include an improved nitrogen use efficiency of up to 7% through reducing ammonia emissions by up to 98%. With PKs, some low levels of trade have taken place again this week, but market activity has otherwise been very limited. Suppliers are well aware of the supply chain issues ahead, but with low demand, sheds remain full with no option to buy fresh supplies. The challenge for blenders will be actual product replacement once spring demand returns. MOP, TSP and DAP are in demand, with buyers globally trying to fulfil their requirements before usage in March-April. With few AN offers being available, growers may need to turn to other nutrient mixes. Growers are advised to check their nutrient content and spring blends now. This was Frontrunner for week ending Friday the 9th of December. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact don't forget all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information as well as to our blog and socials can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.